Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my second time guest is Sean Rhea. We were just talking, I think it's a couple of years since you've been on. Tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself, Sean. Yeah, it's been it's been two years um, since we spoke. The, the last time that I was on here was um, for a duplex that I bought in Fort Erie, Ontario. And that was actually my first duplex that I purchased um, as I was getting into this real estate journey. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm super, I'm super excited to just be back talking to you again. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm psyched to have you on here again too. And what spurred this whole conversation is like, I follow Sean on Facebook and he was talking about investing in Belize. And I was like, Oh, I know it's not investing in the U.S., but I love these distance real estate investing ideas and strategies. So tell me a bit about that and I'll bounce some questions that come in my head. Yeah, sure. So um, I, it's it's kind of interesting because I would say that, um, you know, when I met you, I thought that investing in the U.S. was like, I'm like, whoa, I'm like, we're in Canada and you're investing in the U.S. Like, that's yeah. crazy. You know, are you traveling back and forth? Are you doing you know, are you are you are you staying there and living there where you're investing? And the answer to that was no. You're not necessarily you know living there, or you know you might visit or whatever, but you may not spend any time, and you might even buy a property without even seeing it. And to me, when I started my investment journey, that was really scary. It was really scary. It was really hard to wrap my head around. Hey, how could somebody actually do this and like you know have the guts to like go and do that? And um, again, like to me, I, I was st- just starting my journey, so. Um, what ended up happening is uh, after my first investment here in Ontario, I, I kind of scaled that and I just kept purchasing more and more real estate. And um, I acquired enough real estate here in Canada um, from you know the point where I started to current date that I realized that, um, well, with the market changing and everything as well, it, I wasn't able to get as good of deals that I used to be able to get when I first started. Yeah. And the cash flow perspective was getting harder and harder. And also the market appreciation had really helped with a lot of equity buildup in the property. And uh, I had excess capital to spend that I didn't have when I started, right? So I started looking at uh, at other countries that you know I'd potentially be interested in investing. And one of those was obviously the USA because we're neighbors with them, right? So I, I did open up an LLC in the US um, and I was looking to buy some property down there and I, I did put an offer. I got a prop, couple of properties under contract in escrow even, and uh, I ended up never pulling the trigger and uh, and getting a deal done. And it wasn't it wasn't my fault. It was literally just financing issues that that I kept running into. So I never pulled the trigger on anything in the U.S. And I was looking for about a year and a half. Um, during that time, I was down in Cuba, and I went with my friend, and we were talking about how amazing it would be to like own something in the Caribbean where you can go. You have palm trees. You have sand. Yeah. You're, you know, White Sand Beach, drinking Coronas, listening to reggae or salsa music or whatever. And, you know, just like dreaming mm-hmm. while we're there on the beach. Like, how could we how could we do this? And, you know, we asked around and, you know, I've been to Cuba a lot of times and I kind of already knew that I can't buy unless I'm Cuban citizen or if you were like married to a Cuban. Right. You can't buy it as a Canadian. You can't buy land or you can't buy houses there. Um, so I started doing more research. What countries am I able to actually do this in as a Canadian citizen? And um, in 2019, I came across Belize, which um, it used to be known as British Honduras. Um, so formerly known as British Honduras, their, their, uh, their um, money has Queen Elizabeth on it. Oh. And so 
interestingly enough, I found out that as a Canadian, we can actually buy there without any loop, like without any uh, hurdles to jump, right? We can literally just, anybody that's Canadian can just buy property there and you can get fee simple title the same way we get property here. So you own it outright forever, right? And that to me was huge. But then I had no idea that everything was in English in Belize. I just assumed that because it's, you know, Caribbean, Central America, they're Spanish speaking. Yeah. So like I'd have to deal with the Spanish contracts and Spanish lawyers and this and that. And that wasn't the case. English is their first language. So all their contracts are in English. So once I found that out, I found out about Fee Simple Title. I started really digging deep and, you know, like doing my due diligence, doing more research. What, what kind of uh, real estate investments can I get into down there and contacted some other investors and, um, I pulled the trigger and bought uh, bought my first piece of real estate there in January of 2020. And uh, that was sight unseen. And I still haven't been to the island. Um, so, so what kind of was, property uh, is it? Is it like a condo? Is it a house? What are you, what are you, what would you go for? Yeah. So, so the, the condo market there is, um, I, I guess, you know, depending, depending where you're looking, it might be cheap. It might be expensive, but um, everything is cash. So when you buy it, when you buy in Belize, I'm buying on Ambergris Key, um, yeah. which is a little island off the mainland. Um, so if you're buying anything there, it's all cash. So if you're buying a property that's a million and a half, you got to bring a million and a half cash. Mm-hmm. If you're buying, if you're buying something that's you know hundred thousand, you got to have the hundred thousand cash. Uh, so there's no financing or anything like that. So that that was a big obstacle for me when I was looking at condos or houses or anything like that because I didn't have the capital to buy it. Right. So uh, when I started looking, I'm, I was looking like, okay, well, what can I buy? Can I buy some beachfront land? Can I buy some vacant lots? Can I buy something in town? You know, so I started doing doing all my research, and when I ended up pulling the trigger, it was on a vacant plot of land that's uh, in an area known as Secret Beach in Ambergris Key, Belize, and so that was my first purchase that that I bought in January 2020. Um, it was super scary because again, I had never been there. Um, I, I bought this basically by, you know, doing my due diligence through the internet and then networking and talking to other people. Um, once I went through the whole process of, you know, dealing with the lawyers, getting the, getting the documents notarized, dealing with the closing company, getting title to the actual land through the Belizean government, all of that process. Talk, talk to that a little bit. How was, is it, how was it, is it similar to Canada? Like how was that closing process? Very similar, very similar, but just way slower. So all of the steps are the same, but it's just really, really slow. So here you get your title, like, you know, basically when you close on the property, you're getting title, your lawyer does everything within 30 days, let's say, you know, you're, you're on title of the property there. You're looking at, it could be like a year, right? (laughs) So it it does take a long time, but they do provide evidence and proof that it's been registered with the Belizean government and it's stamped and all that. So you'll get it, but you're not going to get it right away. It takes time. It can take, it could take eight weeks, 12 weeks, even up to a year I've heard. So you're you said you bought vacant land, right, or raw land? Yes. You, and you're going to start new construction. Do you have to wait for that to clear before you can start? No, you don't. Um, so once it's registered with the Belizean government, you 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 own it. it. You know, it's it's yours. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, the the nice thing about uh, about raw land as well is that the property taxes are very very low. We're looking at about seventy five dollars a year. <laughs> well, it's um, really low. So so it's it's really low. Um, and um, the, there's multiple ways that you can do construction on there. So you can have local builders go and you know build you uh, build you a property by hand on site. Um, but one of the alternatives, which is I found very cost effective, 
um, is there's two or three different builders on the mainland of Belize that will actually prefabricate the home on site and then they'll actually ship it over on a barge and they'll bring it right to your lot and plop it down on the piers that you put. Wow. Um, and that's just amazing and seamless to me. Um, I've actually seen uh, the process uh, from beginning to finish. Um, and there's there's several other people that have done the exact same thing in this development where I've purchased. Um, so I can actually see you know what, what the land looked like and then what it looks like once they've put this prefab home on it. And you can get a one bed, a two bed or a three bed and the prices, the prices vary, you know, so depending on what, what it is that you're looking for, the prices do vary. Um, but that is something that would be pretty seamless because you're just working with, you know, a third party company and it would literally come and bring a prefabricated home, put it right on the plot of land for you. If people were going to say, Hey, what, what kind of ballpark are we talking for prices? Um, for, for the pre, for the, for the land or for the home? I guess both. Why not, right? Both. Okay, so so if you go online right now and you Google Secret Beach, yeah. um, Amber Gris Key, that's a- Amber and then G-R-I-S, and then Key is not K-E-Y, it's C-A-Y-E. So Amber Gris Key, um, or you can Google San Pedro Belize on Amber Gris Key. Um, you can find lots starting in the 25, the absolute lowest you'll find is 25,000. Um most likely it's sold though because they don't update everything very quickly is that that's not canadian though that's in no that's u.s oh it's in u.s they're actually running yeah yeah so so belize has their own currency but it's pegged to the u.s dollar two to one so it doesn't fluctuate in value it's it's basically two to one to the u.s dollar so you know 10 belizean uh dollars is five u.s dollars um, so every, everything can be purchased in Belizean or U.S. currency down there, which is also nice. Um, so 25000 would be kind of something that you might be able to find. But generally speaking, if you do a generic search, you'll find a couple uh, agents for Remax and Century 21 selling them for $35,000 to start. And then that would, be, that would be like in a development that's off of the beach, um, walking distance to the water. Um, and those go from, let's say 35 to 60,000 us for the plot. Um, and if you go into the fifth row, fourth row, third row, you're like 60,000 to a hundred thousand. And then once you're in second and third row, you're like 120 to 150,000 us. And then beachfront is 150 to like 400,000 us. Lots of different things, depending on what your price range is, you might be able to find whatever you're looking for then. Cool. Yeah, exactly. All right. And then, and then so to answer about the, the builds, um, so there's a, there's a company called Premier Homes who I've talked to and gotten pricing from them. And you're looking at anywhere from like, let's say your, your uh, basic one bed, one bath uh, house, which is going to be like 500 square feet, and then you can get a deck added on. Yep. Um, that that's going to run you about 25,000 us. Okay. Um, that's not so bad. No, no. And there, there is some extra costs that are associated with that, which we can talk about too, but let's say that's just, you know, base, a base build, uh, delivered 25,000. Then you go to the two bedroom, you're looking at about 40,000, a three bed, you're looking at about 55,000. Okay. And that's your, that's your base build drop to there, but it doesn't include like, you won't have hydro. Right. So, and these, this developing area, this development that I'm buying in is actually off grid. So there is no hydro running currently to that area. It's all road access. So there's roads and a subdivision and everything, but there's no hydro currently. And that's because this is an area that is brand new. Like this is, when I say brand new, I don't mean like yesterday. I mean, like 
there wasn't a road there four years ago. You know, now there's roads everywhere. Um, so this is a, an area that I'm looking, what will it look like in five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? Um, and uh, so with that being said, you have to get solar, solar power um, for, your, for, your, for your hydro. Um, and um, other investors that, that have been doing it are using the Tesla Powerwall batteries. Okay, cool. And then do you need to get like do a septic tank then too, or? Yeah, yeah, you get a septic or in a cistern for rainwater catchment. Yep. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and then the the play on this is this like for your personal residence? Or are you going to Airbnb it, or what's the? Yeah. So when I started, uh, so January a year ago, uh, January twenty twenty, my initial my initial thought process was. Again, like I always wanted to own in the Caribbean. I always wanted to own on an island or whatever. So this first plot of land, I actually, I actually bought it with my friends that we were in Cuba together, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, were, we, were, we were chatting about it and I, and I found this and I'm like, you know what, let's go in on this and we'll buy it. So we, we went 50-50 and we bought it. Once I went through that whole process and got over the fear of, hey, like I didn't get scammed. This is actually legitimate. I actually own this now. Um, then I realized like, I'm going to do a little bit more research even because I really want to see like, what are the fundamentals? Why is it that I'm even investing there? Other than just, yeah, I want a plot of land that's like there that maybe I could Airbnb and have a little house, right? I want to think like, what's the bigger picture? Yeah. Same, same thing, like why I started real estate investing here in Canada was to create some type of financial freedom. And when looking at Belize, I'm thinking this is more of like a lifestyle decision that I'm doing because I want to be able to go and enjoy it with my family and you know vacation down there and whatnot. Um, but also I do I do always think in the back of my mind, is this a good investment? Is this gonna create cash flow? What type of returns am I gonna get? So after doing more research and talking and networking with other people, I met I met a, uh, a guy who actually went down there about 10, 15 years ago, started investing in real estate and he retired himself off of only raw land, which I didn't even know was possible. Right. And, you know, one of the one of the greatest sayings is you don't know what you don't know. And so I didn't realize that you could actually just buy plots of land, sit on them for a little while and then resell them. But not for cash. You resell them with a vendor financing in play. So you would sell them for 10 percent down, 20 percent down, maybe two, three, four, five, ten times what you paid for it. And then you do that over a 10, 20 or 30 year loan at 10 percent. Right. And there's a lot of people that would be interested in doing that because there's a lot of people that are interested in buying, uh, buying and owning and building on an island in the Caribbean. Right. So a lot of people that might be my age might be saying, hey, when I retire in 30 years, I'll, I'll have this thing paid off and I can build something for my retirement. Right. Um, or baby boomers who might, you know, be thinking five years, 10 years, maybe they'd be uh, interested in doing that uh, type of financing for just five or 10 years. Um, so yeah, that was, that was my thought process after I found out that this guy had done that. And he, I think he bought like 15 plots of land or something like that. He was able to retire himself uh, off of the cash flow that he gets. So he, he finances all of his lots at 10% basically. Yeah. And then he re- resold them, bought other ones. So, so I, I didn't want to reinvent the wheel. So I just did what he did. Um, so I went and I bought my second lot, third lot, fourth lot, fifth lot, six, seven, eight lots. And, uh, I'm almost up to 10 lots now down there. And um, just recently this month, we got a condo um, that uh, we have verbal acceptance that we'll be, we'll be owners of, uh, waiting for the sign back still. Um, but uh, hopefully we'll have the condo um, uh, firmed up within the next week or so. 
and uh, that'll be great because we'll have a place to stay in San Pedro, um, you know, for the family to go to. Oh, yeah. And then that way I can do all of my planning with everything that I'm going to do with these plots of land that are on the island. So the plan is to go down there, uh, stay at your own place, and then have the, uh, you know, kind of manage the, the project while they're popping those things on? Yeah, I'd like to be down there for for that stuff. Um, it's a good excuse to be, you know, in a warm, warm climate. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, I'd I'd like to be down there. Um, there's a couple, couple lots that I've bought that are already cleared and filled. So there's no, there's no brush, there's no, um, trees or anything like that on there. It's already just, you know, filled and like covered in sand. Um, but then there's some lots that I've bought that are full of brush and they have to be cleared. They have to have fill and, uh, and, you know, gravel and sand brought in onto them. So I have to go down there and kind of plan everything out, figure out what I'm going to do. Um, and, uh, kind of map out what you know where am I going to put the coconut trees where where might we put a swimming pool you know where are the houses going to go yeah are all your properties like right next to each other they're really close like you can just walk from one lot to the other they're all they're all in this same development yeah. um um I would say you know the farthest one would be like a five minute walk maybe okay so is your long-term plan to do the um to finance the land and redo that way or are you going to airbnb them and put houses on them like what's the what's the game plan for the, these lots so i think the game plan is going to be both so uh i'm going to i'm going to you know strategically choose the ones that i think would work best to build uh to build houses on and have maybe like a pool and stuff like that because some of the lots that i purchased are double lots so they're side by side lots Um, So those ones, uh, especially the ones that are already cleared and filled, they're already ready to go for a build. So those ones are, to me, you know, fairly easy to just get started. You know, so if I want to get started on a build, I can do it right away. And with two lots side by side, we could put even four little four little houses on there and then maybe a little swimming pool in the middle. Um, So that's kind of that's kind of the plan for the double lots. The some of the single lots, though, I'm just going to hang on to them. I'm, you know, I'll hang on to them for five years, 10 years, 20 years and uh, see, see where the value is. Um, I, I spoke with two, two other guys who, who, who invested in, in Belize and um, they're quite a bit older than me, you know, in their, in their mid sixties or so. And they, they said to me, both of them said two different places, but the same words. And one said, when I went to Cancun 20 years ago, you'd never imagine that this is what it would look like today. And the other one told me the same thing, but it was Cabo San Lucas. And he's like, he's like, whatever San Pedro and Amber is like, that's what Cancun and Cabo San Lucas looked like 20 years ago. And in the last two years, the Hilton has come and built on there. Yeah. Two Marriott's have come and built on there. And uh, Wyndham has come and built on there. And uh, there's a lot of development all happening within the last two or three years that didn't exist before. Wow. No, that's... Sounds like you're in, you're building in the right spot. Do you buy these uh, in your personal name, or do you go for a corp, or how does this go? Yeah, I'm. So I'm buying. Uh, I'm, I would say I've bought 75, 80 percent in my personal name. Yeah. Um, I did partner with two friends of mine on a two lots, and so we opened a, a Canadian corporation, and uh, we just you know did a share split on them because there's three of us. Yeah. So I you know just for for ease of use. Um, now for taxation and stuff like that. If you do decide to go and invest in Belize, um, you have to figure out what is it that you're going to be doing exactly, because there are certain tax advantages that you can you can use by buying through a business versus your personal name. 
Um, but one of the greatest things about offshore real estate like Belize is that there are no capital gains tax and there's there's like 1% income tax on on your stuff. So there's basically zero tax. So it's just like me with the American stuff. You're not going to be paying tax in the U.S. or in Belize. You're going to be paying tax to the Mr. Canada Revenue. Yeah, so the CRA is still going to get their cut. Yeah, yeah they always get their cut. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, So extra costs, that was the solar and the sewer. Uh, What other things were there? Oh, so if your lot isn't filled. So right now, um, I want to say Will Mitchell might be a good contact um, for Secret Beach. He's an agent down there. He has some plots of land that he's selling for 35,000 US and those are cleared. So they're already filled and cleared. Now, some of the ones that I bought are not cleared and filled. Now to do that, you're looking at, it could be 500 bucks, it could be a thousand bucks to clear it. Mm-hmm. So you'll have some guys come in, they'll take all the brush out and everything, clear it down so it's just the, the dirt and everything. And they just, they take it off and they burn it basically. Um, then to bring in fill, depending on the size of your lot, you're looking at $500 per truckload. Now, um, let's say I'll give you a, so like a double lot of mine is about 10,000 square feet or 1,000 square meters, okay? So that would probably be like, it could be four to six truckloads. So I'd be looking at two to $3,000 of fill. Okay, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Uh, to go off a little bit off topic, you said at the start you were like looking at a whole bunch of different countries. Were there other places that this works for as well? Um, not as easy as Belize. Okay. And, um, and one of the things that that I really, really liked about about Belize was that again, English speaking was like huge for me. So like, even if I could buy, um, you know, somewhere in South America, there's some countries that I can buy in South America, like Ecuador, right? Canadians can buy down there. Um, but Colombia, I think, is a similar thing. One of the things again was that it was English speaking. So for me, it was just the ease of, hey, you can you can do the. I understand the contracts. I don't have to. I'm not gonna. There's not gonna be any confusion. And also the fee simple title. This is something that is uh, is not super common for Canadians to be able to get. A lot of the time, like if you're buying in Mexico and stuff like that, it's um, it's not fee simple. It's uh, it's like in a trust, but basically the government owns it. You're leasing it. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if you're there yet, but whenever you start Airbnb-ing these things or short-term renting, if you once you, if you go that way, is there like any extra tax? Um, like I know, for instance, in Costa Rica, they have like this tax they they jam in there as well. I'm just wondering if that's a Belize thing as well. Yeah, so there's a nine percent tax, um, but you can charge it on Airbnb, so okay. you can have the you can have the consumer pay it. Yeah, pass the buck along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting. What else? What else do I need to know? I I, I went through my like three questions I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. So, well. Yeah. I mean, like, if you. I guess the the important thing is that if you have ever wanted to own real estate in the Caribbean, it's not as scary or complicated to do, especially if you're going to go buy in Belize. And um, I think Belize, you know, this island specifically Ambergris Key has a lot of potential going for it. The reason being that the main the main hub of this island is called San Pedro. Um, San Pedro has maybe 14,000 residents. San Pedro has been completely built out from, from, uh, 
from like one side of the island to the up to the other side of the island is completely built out. So they've started building north up along the coastline. And if you follow up along the coastline, it's been built right up to where the road has been built across to go to the west side of the island, whereas the which is the secret beach area, which is the developing area that I'm buying in. And I think that if people were to go and, and look right now, you'd probably be buying at almost not the ground floor, but the ground floor would have been, you know, three, four or five years ago, but you're buying at a really, really good price to own prime real estate in the Caribbean, like, you know, on an Island in the Caribbean. Um, I see lots and lots of upside. Yeah. And, oh, and the one thing, the one thing that I, that I did learn was that there's a sister Island called key cocker, um, who has similar development happening over the last several years. And they had a developing area that was off grid, similar to this area that didn't have hydro running to it yet. What happened was one condo started being built on that side of the island. As soon as a condo is built, they need to have the hydro ran to it. So that whole development got hydro instantly. And you used to be able to buy a plot of land there for 20,000. Uh, a month after the hydro was there, those plots were 70 or 80,000 for the same thing only because hydro ran there. So I guess it, you would say it's really just a matter of time. Nobody knows when it's gonna happen, but it's a matter of time until somebody comes and just builds on the west side. And this island is only, I think, two miles wide, two and a half miles wide. Um, yeah. And for your island, you said like, uh, like what was it? Uh, Wyndham and anyway, some of the big hotel chains were going on there. Like they should be, are they gonna use all solar panels too? Or are they gonna run some power in? They, they are all building on the southeast side. So they're all building in the same area, which is southeast of San Pedro. Yeah. Um, and then there's some newer ones that are being built on the north end um, on the east side as well. So along the, along the west side, there isn't much that's being developed. But again, this is all like very, very new. Like this, this area, um, if you go to Google Maps, you can go to Google Earth and you can look up Secret Beach. And you do do a lookup from two and a half years ago, it was just raw land. There was nothing there. And if you do a search from the most recent Google Earth image, you'll see there's 10 bars and restaurants. There's small, uh, small mini hotels. Uh, there's houses built all along there. And there's a bunch of Airbnbs. That's cool. And then um, this just popped in my head because you mentioned you were buying a condo there. Are the prices kind of in line compared to your land plus building? Or is it more expensive less expensive for something that's existing so so i would say uh, i literally bought probably one of the cheapest condos on yeah. the island um and uh yeah you're looking at like 150,000 basically is your bottom line so there you go right um, there. yeah yeah so that that's you know that's your starting point for for a condo and that's uh it's a one bed one bath condo um now you know from there you can the sky's the limit there's there's condos in the millions there yeah <laughs> i can imagine wow no it's interesting it is does sound like a game plan where you're gonna have to have some cash without the financing though um yeah you do um so again like if you don't have the capital though there's options so you can get um the same way that i was saying like uh um that my plan in the future will be to sell or finance some of these some of these lots that i've purchased um you know, I don't plan on doing that now. I'm just holding them now. I don't plan on selling any of the lots that I own right now. But um, there are people right now who bought some of those lots four or five, six years ago, right? 
Um, and they're looking to sell them right now and they will do seller financing. So you can buy some lots right now, um, it, um, 10 or 20% down is what I'm going to say. You put 10 or 20% down and let's say it's like 35,000, 40,000. Um, you can probably get away with putting 10 or 20% down and finance the rest. So, so there is opportunity for somebody with, you know, five, six, 7,000 bucks to, to start, start somewhere, get one piece of land, finance it and, uh, and, and pay it off. Um, yeah. You can combo, you put like finance the land, buy that 25 or whatever, you know, 50,000, whatever you priced house and drop it on top of it. And you have to buy that in cash. And, yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so this is definitely like a, a, a longer term game plan. It's not, it's not something that you're going to see like immediate return on investment. But I think the the pros of yeah. <laughs> knowing what you can actually have and do, um, you know, outweighs a lot of the a lot of you know maybe the not having the the great return on investment. But there are people that are doing really really good returns. So I, I've talked to some people who have bought purchased plots of land two three years ago and they sold it for double within two or three years. They just sold it for double all cash. So you know. There, there are people that are that are doing pretty good with their with their returns and whatnot, but um, yeah, there's there's opportunity for for whatever for whatever your heart desires. So if you want to get into something, you don't have lots of capital, you can do it. And if you have lots of capital, then there's there's lots of opportunities there, right? I I, I was just listening to a podcast this morning from uh, a guy from England who just bought beachfront a beachfront parcel from uh, one of the agents uh, at Remax, and. Uh, he literally, he literally has never been to the island, just did a bunch of research and talked to his wife. His wife's a lawyer. He runs his own business. And they're like, we need to find a place where we can kind of like retire or whatever. And they're like, okay, this, after their due diligence, like this is the spot. And they bought, they bought a big, huge beachfront parcel of land. Uh, so it's, it's exciting because there's people that are really, you know, believing in it and investing there right now. <laughs> That's awesome. And I know too, because sometimes I listen to the, what's it, the, real estate radio guys and they always they they do their trip to belize every year and they do so you can get some research or some information probably from them just searching their show for belize because i i was just listening to one of their episodes actually um (laughs) earlier today and it was about they're doing they're doing um uh, like a mastermind they're doing like a mastermind in june this year right in ambergris key and uh, it's funny because like it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually have never even listened to that podcast until today. I listened to one of their episodes and I was floored that these guys are like, man, this is probably one of the best places to be investing in the world. And they're, they're investing all over the place. And I was, I was actually shocked because I I had never even heard of them until today. Yeah, no, they've been preaching it for years. And I was always like, huh, but I went to Belize when I was on a cruise ship and I was like, okay, certain parts really nice. And certain parts I'm like, Ooh, if I bought this wrong, that looks scary. But I was yeah. in like you know where the Belize the, City. Yeah, Belize City. That's, yeah, that's probably where where you went. So Belize City is not a place that I would be uh, encouraging like for tourism or anything like that, right? Yeah. Um, most people, I think the stats uh, that that are most recent are seventy five percent of uh, tourists from around the world that go to Belize go to Ambergris Key. Okay, seventy five percent of them go to the island, um, and. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe at least half, if not 75% of all of those people that go to the island go to Seeker Beach because it's it's one of the one of the best beaches on the island. It, it sounds it sounds really appealing. It sounds like even like one of those 
one of those spots that maybe I could convince a bunch of my friends will just buy a bunch of lots right beside each other. Future consideration, even. You yeah. totally could. You know what? Some of my friends have bought lots down there um, yeah. since since talking about it, and uh, it's really exciting because we're we're kind of seeing oh like some some of the plans that we could potentially do in the future. Um, yeah, it's just really exciting because there's a lot of people that that I know that are actually um, investing in there um, that I've met, and interestingly enough, after I bought there. I actually met a couple in the Niagara region where I live who are, uh, they're on the verge of retirement, like within the next year and they're moving to, and so they bought a plot of land in the same development yeah. and they're actually building at this very moment, their build will be done in the next month or two and they're moving there full time all year round. <laughs> awesome. That's a whole nother, I won't even tackle that one because it's a whole <laughs> things about, you know, whether you lose your citizenship or your, all your stuff. Um, I'm sure they'll come back and forth because they're not selling their house here. One last question before we go. How long does it take them? They mostly prefab this on the shore and then they take it out to the island. They pop this together in what, a month, six three months? months. Like, three months, yeah. Uh, three so months start to finish. You can give them the deposit, which I think is 25% down. Yeah. Um, about halfway through, they'll send you all of the pictures of the updates. You can customize everything, certain color, certain paint, uh, certain exterior siding. You can customize everything. When they're halfway done, you give them another 25%. The rest of the payment's on completion. Yeah. And uh, they, they bring it, drop it off, and uh, celebrate with some Coronas. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. All right, Sean, if people wanted to track you down, where do they? Uh, where should they do so? Probably Insta Instagram or Facebook is the yeah. easiest. It's uh, it's just Sean. It's my it's my name, Sean Rea. S H A W N R E A. Perfect. Thanks for coming on the show again, Sean. I I love this episode. I'm I'm all excited again. I would literally have been having this conversation with my friends. I'm like maybe we could buy some of these cheap plots of land in Florida, and then we'll future date we'll we'll be able to buy the you know build these houses right beside each other. We're like. You know what? The, you know, Florida land isn't cheap, <laughs> but we can finance yeah. it. But Florida land isn't cheap. <laughs> yeah, no, you totally could. Like realistically, if you wanted, I saw really recently like a nice, nice, nice plot of land for I think it was eighty thousand U.S. So let's say you got eight buddies. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys put ten thousand dollars each. You buy it cash. That it's going to appreciate in value. Like yeah. the, the this land will appreciate in value one hundred percent. So. Worst case scenario, you got to sell it for double down the road. Best case scenario, you guys actually build on it and you guys have a house that you guys can all, you know, vacation at whenever you want. Sounds awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Sean. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.